I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Amanda. You're listening to Seaside Seaside Stories. Hello there. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. It's such a beautiful Sunday, isn't it? Did you have any Sunday rituals growing up? Mass in the morning, followed by a special lunch, or in your family room watching Sunday cartoons and sitting around in your PJs all day. This story is about a Sunday ritual that turned into a tragedy. When Tyler was a kid, he and his friends would play around at church after the service while the adults talked for a little over an hour each Sunday. They made up games they could play to pass the time with the long hallways, folding chairs, and dress shoes. They'd play tag, shoe dodgeball, and musical chairs when there were enough kids. But most Sunday afternoons, it was just Tyler and his best friend Kaylee. When it was just the two of them, their favorite game was to pretend that the vaulted ceilings were made of crystal and the old carpet were of shining marble. Kaylee was the princess, and Tyler was her faithful knight. Together, they would fight their way through dragons and evil goblins while their mothers laughed and gossiped in the foyer. They danced with fairies in between pews and sang with mermaids in the bathrooms, laughing and chasing one another from one end of the building to the other. There was only one place that they would not play. It was a long, dark hallway that cut through the middle of the church, connecting the foyer to the other side of the building. Heavy doors with brass knobs that squeaked with rust when they were turned, blocked off either end of the hall and all light from the outside world. One day, they were playing at the opposite end of the building from their parents when Tyler thought he heard his mom call out. Her voice sounded distant and full of static, like it was coming through a radio a few rooms away. He began to walk the long way around back towards where their parents were waiting when Kaylee called out to him. "'Just where do you think you're going?' she asked him, tilting her head and furrowing her brow. "'Didn't you hear my mom? She said it was time to go.' No, I didn't hear anything. She fiddled with the pink ribbon on her sundress and frowned. Maybe you're right. I must be hearing things. He shrugged and Kaylee made a face at Tyler. They picked up where they left off in their game, dancing through the imaginary sleeping village to meet the evil witch. When he heard it again, the voice crackled and popped, the words too muffled through the walls for Tyler to make out what it said. Kaylee, are you sure you didn't just hear that? It was definitely someone talking. Tyler was starting to get frustrated. There was no way only he had heard it. All I hear is your dumb butt acting like you didn't want to play anymore. She folded her arms and stuck her tongue out at him. Well, I think we should head back just in case. I don't want to get in trouble. Ugh, fine. Kaylee grabbed Tyler's arm and began dragging him back the way they came. They passed one of the big stained glass windows. The sky was dark and overcast, even though it should have been light out. Through the gaps in the clouds, faint rays of fading light passed through the panes of red glass and casted tinted shadows on old folding chairs and pictures of angels framed on the wall. When they turned the corner, their path was blocked. Someone had closed and locked the doors between the bathrooms and the back meeting room and a chair was pushed up under the door handle on their side. That's weird. I thought we were the last people to come this way. 
Why would someone put a chair here? Kaylee rolled her eyes at Tyler. Obviously, we weren't the last ones through. It was probably just the janitor cleaning bathrooms and locked the door behind him when he left. There were two other ways to get to the other side of the church. They could go outside and walk around the building, or they could go through that dark hallway that smelt like old books and rust. Kaylee and Tyler walked past the framed angels in the coat closet toward the building's back door. He reached for the handle, and the air felt thick with unease. Something was off. The other door shouldn't have been locked, because the janitor didn't come on Sundays. A loud crash of thunder boomed from the outside as a flash of lightning lit up the room through the stained glass. Kaylee shrieked and Tyler jumped in surprise, turning the handle quickly and shoving the door open. Wind whipped the trees outside and blew the rain inwards towards the now-open door. As quickly as he had opened it, Tyler slammed the door shut. He chuckled weakly. I guess we can't go that way either, can we? Kaylee shook her head. Neither of them wanted to ruin their Sunday best. They knew they'd get in a lot of trouble if they did. Which, unfortunately, left only one way for them to get back to their parents. It took some effort, but together they were able to twist the stiff brass doorknob and push the heavy door open. They gazed down the dark hallway the dim red light from outside only illuminating the ground a few feet in front of them. Kaylee reached out and grabbed Tyler's hand, her palms clammy and her eyes wide. If, if we run, we can make it to the other side really quick. He nodded, and they counted to three together. The door creaked and slammed shut behind them as they ran, cutting off the only source of light they had. The church was old and this hallway was rarely used, so no one had yet installed the wiring for a light fixture to replace the brass sconces that once had been lit by gas. Kaylee suddenly jerked to a stop, and Tyler stumbled past her, his eyes wide open and unseeing in the heavy darkness that surrounded them. That... that voice that you heard earlier, what did it sound like? Kaylee's voice shook like she was about to cry. It... uh... It sounded like it was coming over the radio, or a walkie-talkie. Why do you ask? Because I can hear it, right now. A loud sob wrenched its way from her throat, and she gripped both of Tyler's hands tightly. Kaylee? Tyler whispered. What's it saying? She whimpered quietly, and he wrapped his arms around her, feeling his own eyes well up with tears. He asked her again urgently. What's it telling you, Kaylee? It said, it said don't. She was hyperventilating, unable to speak clearly in her panic. Don't look up. Tyler didn't notice at first, thinking his eyes were just adjusting to the dark. But as she spoke, the room was being slowly illuminated by a red light coming from above them. Her features swam in Tyler's vision through his tears. He blinked them away to see her staring into his eyes. Her breathing slowed and grew more shallow as she raised her gaze up to the source of the red light above them. Her jaw dropped and her face paled. Kaylee's pupils dilated to the point where Tyler could no longer see the color of her irises. As he looked into her unblinking eyes, he was frozen in terror. He could not see what she saw, but he could hear the voice again. It kept saying over and over and over, don't look. Up. 
don't look up. It began to chant faster and faster, crackling and popping with static and coming from every direction all at once. Kaylee's body collapsed into Tyler's arms like she was a puppet whose strings had been cut. He snapped out of his frozen terror, and Tyler realized that he couldn't hear her gasping breath anymore. He let her gently slip to the floor, and he shut his eyes tight. He pressed two fingers to her wrist and checked for a pulse, like they do in the movies, he thought. He waited for what felt like an hour, but he couldn't feel anything but his own heart beating in his ears with a jackhammer rhythm. He let go, and her wrist dropped with a horrible thud. His tongue felt dry and swollen in his throat, and his eyes itched, but he kept them closed. Forcing himself to move, he ran. He kept running, and the voice followed him as the soles of his feet throbbed with every thumping step he took. Tyler didn't stop moving until he stumbled into the door at the other end of the hallway. Somehow, the handle turned easily, and silently, and the door opened with hardly any effort. His skin felt hot, and he couldn't catch his breath. Something was different now that he was no longer in that dreadful hallway. It was silent. He couldn't hear the voice. When he opened his eyes, he didn't look back to see if Kaylee's body still laid there, crumpled in the hallway. Tyler was never quite the same after that. <laughs> he stopped going to church altogether. Kaylee was never found, and for a while, people blamed Tyler. That hallway that he spoke of never existed, you see. According to his parents, he stepped out of a closet that day. By himself. He was in and out of institutions when I had met him. He tells me sometimes he still hears the voice, and dreams of Kaylee's eyes as the light slowly left them. <sighs> if you do hear that voice, the voice that sounds like static... You'd better be sure to heed its warning, and don't look up. Today's story was titled, Don't Look Up, and was read by Sarah. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Seaside Stories Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to tune in every Sunday night for a new episode. I'll be seeing you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you.